You know the power of prayer in your life, but how often are you invoking it in your business, especially when it comes to defying doubt, discontentment, and distraction? But perhaps the bigger question is, are you invoking the power of prayer to ask God for his will to be done or for him to bring your plans to fruition? Well, that's the conversation that we're having on today's episode 220 of Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman with my guest, Corrine Coppola. Corrine is the founder of Healing the Heart Retreats. She is a mental health coach and she loves Jesus. And she is sharing how the power of prayer has made a tremendous difference in her business over the past few years, particularly when it comes to defying doubt. She also happens to be my client, and she's going to talk a little bit about the power of working with a biblical business coach. So tune into this episode on your favorite network. Be sure to check out the Spark Media channel on Edify Podcasts for my show and other amazing Christian podcasts. And I can't wait to hear how this conversation impacts you. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Redefining Hustle podcast live stream. I am really thrilled today to have my friend and my client, Corrine Coppola, on because, you know, so often we know about the power of prayer, but like, how are we really invoking it in our businesses? How are we using it to defy doubt? And are we using it to ask God for his will to be done versus our own plans, right? So, Corrine, I'm so honored to have you here. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do, and then we will dig into this powerful topic. Yes. So good morning, Erin, and good morning, everyone. It is my honor um, to be here to be able to speak about prayer. And I work with women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s on a soul level. So women who are going through a transition of some kind, whether it be a death of a loved one, a job loss or job transition that could be of their choosing, empty nest, um, divorce, you know, marital, maybe a child, um, there's estrangement with someone in the family. So these transitions, I help them dive deeper and really make effective lasting change in how they want to show up in the world Mm. because they have made these choices or things happen to us in life. And we find that we're out of alignment with what our soul really is longing to do and express ourselves in the world. Mm. And so really help them get back on track and alignment with their higher, you know, their higher purpose so that they achieve happiness and authenticity and, you know, satisfaction and ha- and in their relationships, most of all. Yeah. So that's what so, I do. And it's called, heal- and my business is called Healing the Heart Retreats and Coaching. Yes. And I have experienced this firsthand because I was at your retreat in Costa Rica earlier this year. And one of the things that I want to make sure our listeners understand, because they are believers who are high achievers is how you marry that up with your belief in Jesus. Because I know that you don't only serve believers. So tell us a little bit about how that works, because I do think we have a number of listeners who are called into business. That is their mission in the marketplace. 
but they're also not necessarily called to only serve a Christian audience. Okay. So I love this question and I might um, tear up because I myself, when I was in a struggle, um, would not have necessarily gone to a Christian-based workshop mm. or retreat. Um, it would have been too much for me at that time in my life. And so I really, you know, the way that I see it is that Jesus wasn't like, be a Christian, right? He said, be a follower of God. Mm. Come follow me. Mm. I am the path, the way, and the light. And so my purpose is to show women the light that is the Holy Spirit, however they want to define it, because now I am such a, a strong believer. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I'm tearing up is because this weekend I ran a forgiveness retreat as part of a 40-day program. We're going to be together for 40 days. Yes, I know what 40 days means to you. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, that being said... One of the women at the end talked about how she felt she was in confession mm. and how, um, yeah, I can't, um, and she was raised Unitarian and she doesn't really know about Catholicism or Christianity, but she felt like such an unburdening mm. of her ability to speak about her anger in a way that she did not experience shame. Like, look, um, and she felt held. And um, that's really the space. I mean, I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, here you are. You know, that's like right. I do my prayer beforehand and the um, meditations that I lead and the movement and the journaling and really what's key, here's what's key to the way I work with people is the individual sharing. Mm. The way that they're able to pair up or triple up and that small group sharing is yeah. so key. And the way that, okay, everybody, you know, really acknowledging what's in the room when we gather. Mm. Okay, how are you feeling right now? Everybody was anxious. Yeah. That is like a commonality. Okay, how does it show up in your body? How does it show up in your life? And what are you needing right now to be with that anxiety? Mm. And really showing women how to show themselves some love. Yeah. Because that's really why we're here is love. Can I love like Jesus loved? Yeah. And so if I was to say in how I'm being called to, to the work and the, the way that I'm commissioned right now, if I were to say, well, this is only for Christians, I feel like I'm missing, you know, a huge opportunity to bring people to God of their understanding. Yeah. You know, because we don't know. I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So my belief and my faith, let's open a door. Can I open a door? Yeah. To really connecting with who they are and um, who they are through the Holy Spirit, like that, that they can really just yeah. you know, be yeah. open because if we're closed, we're not going to receive anything. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And really, when you think about Jesus's ministry, he didn't just minister to the followers of the law. Right. I mean, in fact, he had quite the backlash with them. He ministered to those who were lost and seeking. And one of the things that I love about the work 
that you do and how you do it is you are crystal clear and we're, this is going to lead us into the power of prayer. You mm -hmm. are crystal clear of what work God wants you doing with whom he wants you doing it. Who are you to serve? How are you to serve them? And you show up. And I love that you shared this about how, you know, you create that, that you didn't say this, but this is the truth that you create this space in partnership with the Holy spirit where someone feels like it is safe, it is trusting, and they're able to truly bear their soul, like you talked about earlier, that you are his vehicle and that the mission he's given you is very specific, just like he's given everybody a mission, that you are to serve this broader audience. And the way you do that and the way that you reflect Jesus in how you create that space speaks volumes about how you've been obedient to what God has given you to do. So I, I bring, wanted to bring that forward because a lot of times as Christian women in business, we think, well, I can only serve this audience. Or if I'm serving a secular audience, does that make me like not a believer? And, and no, it's about being really clear with your father who he wants you serving and how. Absolutely. And, yeah. and that, and you know, I mean, Aaron knows that I've struggled with that. Like, man, you know, I just feel like sometimes I should preach or I should, you know, and it's clear to me that that's not my path. Mm -hmm. If I had preached or if I had come out, you know, faith forward, these women wouldn't have been there this weekend. And the other thing is, is like just continuing to lean into God, like, mm -hmm. Um, and, and to pray, right? Like Aaron, so love, I mean, I cannot speak highly enough of Aaron and how she, how you rejuvenate and restore and the doubt that comes in because listen, what the first retreat I had in Costa Rica and Aaron's like, no, God put this on your heart. Go do it, go do it. And, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, I have to have 11 women. I have to have, and I had nine. And it wound up that nine was the perfect number. And then God has been guiding me. It's got to be small, Corrine. Mm -hmm. So the experiences that you share with women, six to eight women, that is it. You have to limit. And they also are women that are referred to me or I have some kind of relationship with because it is such a sacred space mm. that we create together. Yeah. So really I want women and it's not like, oh, we're on the floor crying. Like, you know, it's like at the end, everyone has felt so much joy. Yeah. Yes. Their tears are a part of it and tears are a release. And like, it's just, it's really, um, God, I, I feel so close to God right now. Mm -hmm. I feel so close to the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I do as, you know, it's true. As Aaron says, like, bookend your day. She says that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I do it. Yeah. I bookend my day and try and bring in God during my day as well. Mm -hmm. Like have a 15 minute break and have a 20 minute break. Yeah. And really like, what is my body needing? What is my soul needing? And having that business meeting with God in the beginning of the day. Okay, right. God, what are you going to do? Because this morning on Mondays, like I think the rest of the world, I start to feel anxious about yeah. my list and I just have to, okay, what's the next best thing? What's the next best That's thing? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so good. So Corrine, this is a perfect transition. When I reached out to you, um, because I invite each of my one-on-one -on -one clients to be a guest on my podcast, and you wanted to talk about the power of prayer. So walk us through what has that, like, what does that mean to you? How is it applied, especially to defying doubt? Because I know that that's what you were clear that God had put on your heart to bring forward in this conversation. So mm -hmm. dig in. So doubt is a cousin of fear, right? And, um, and fear is not from God, right? False evidence appearing real. And um, God, good orderly direction. And so the doubt, because my gosh, if you looked at my life from the outside in, and for whatever reason, this is coming up, the Holy Spirit, right? The story of Abraham mm. leaving everything behind is what I did two and a half, two, two years ago, a year and a half ago, actually. It was a year and a half ago. But my journey to leaving everything behind started in the fall of 2020. I was plagued with doubt. I didn't know what I was going to do. My youngest son was going to graduate in a year. I knew I didn't want to stay in DC. God just lead me. And I was led to Chincoteague, Virginia. And I had the time of my life. And I was like, is this real? Maybe I could actually live here. And my girlfriends were like, what? What? Like, I'm a New Yorker, you know, lived in DC for 30 years. You're going to go live somewhere where there's three traffic lights and be happy? <laughs> Come on. So I went back um, for a visit in late November during the bad weather to see how that was. Still loved it. And then God is so good. Um, praying, praying, praying. And I, I found a place, God found a place, long-term rental that worked out. And I signed the lease in March of 2021. And I started to release like everything. Like I gave a lot of things away, sold a lot of things, cleared out. And it now I am in such, it's so interesting to see the walk of faith that I've had since then, because I started walking, working with Aaron in the winter of 2022, right? Yeah. Because like 20, oh, winter of 21. Yeah. So 22, because 21, my son graduated. So I had just, so I've only been working Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were part of Rooted. The right. I was part thing. of Rooted. That's right. So I was part of Rooted. So like the seed had been planted, right? Like I started in 2020, in the summer of 2021, working with Aaron or late spring in the Rooted community. And so my faith has gotten stronger. My my prayer, you know, I have a prayer partner and Bible study that I do with women almost every day. And it's just so important to me. I listen to worship music because now, you know, from again, like from the outside looking in, I do not have a linear path, mm. but it looks like I know what I'm doing. And the only reason it looks like I know what I'm doing is because of the Holy Spirit and the power of prayer. Like, am I really surrendering? Mm. There's a beautiful... Um, surrender prayer. That's like a 20 minute prayer to, um, Jesus, Jesus, I surrender this to you. I trust in you. And, um, really, really, really being in that, like just praying, praying, because 
I second guess myself so much mm. about that time in my life. And now I don't necessarily like right now, I know that I want to continue being in Chincoteague. I haven't identified, solidified a place. I use the word I, please. God hasn't shown me <laughs> where it is. And I'm just texting with somebody this morning that might have a rental for me in January. So God works it out. And so really thanking God, here's the key for me. God, I know you're going to work this out. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know you're going to work this out. Mm. I absolutely know that I will have a roof over my head, that if it's meant to be, you'll have me in Chincoteague. If not, then direct me as to where you want me to serve. Because no matter what, even when it looks like or feels like, right, we don't want it happening. I have a dear friend right now. Her husband is multiple myeloma, right? And she's in the depths of it. They're about to go for a stem cell transplant. And she is thanking God mm. for this opportunity to lean into him, to lean into Christ's suffering. And that is how I want to live. Mm. If we don't live into our suffering, we can't live into the love. Mm. And so the more that we, like, the more that I say, oh, I don't want this, <laughs> the worse it becomes. So it's, yes, Lord, I'm going to accept this. I don't like it, but I will accept it because I don't know where you're going to lead me. I mean, I... how many years did, did Abraham wait to be the father? And he defied God, right? right? He didn't listen to God. He's like, no, no, he, he got in the way. And so am I going to learn from Abraham or mm -hmm. am I going to be stubborn and think that my way is the way that it has to go? If you had told me three years ago that I was going to give it all up, move out to Chincoteague and then travel around because, you know, that was my dream that I would travel around, lead retreats and I'm doing it now. <laughs> right. And so God puts it in your heart. Like right. if, if we can come, if I can come to a place of surrender and I can't come to a place of surrender without prayer. Mm. So if I am not coming to God with everything on my heart, with the doubt, yes, Corrine, I know. I mean, we all have Peter as our hero, right? <laughs> like, and so am I going to get out of the boat? Mm. Am I going to get out of the boat or am I yeah. going to stay in the boat? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get I, out of the boat every morning. That's right. And when you tell us, even though you have all the prayer practice, what do you do when the moments of doubt arise again? Because we're human. Right. I call you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I call, I have my trusted sisters. Yeah. You know, and I look back, I look back on the feedback that women have said about me. Mm, yeah. About, you know, what is, and the other thing I have, I have a miracle journal. Mm. Yeah. So, tell us about that. Yeah. So I put in, like, I really am on the lookout for these full circle moments and these mm. miracles, mm. right? Mm. And no matter how small. So for example, like if I say to myself, I don't know how I'm going to get this done in a day. And then God has a client say, oh, I, I've got to reschedule or God puts it in my heart to reschedule. I hate to reschedule, but I did that last week with somebody she wanted to do a pre-interview before a podcast. And I just, I don't like to do that because I think it, you know, presents 
poorly. But I really needed the space to do more mm-hmm. prep for the retreat. Mm-hmm. And God said, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So really just to ask for that. Yeah. Um, and to be okay with discomfort of how, you know, we have like of having to say no to things that we yes. want to say yes to and have saying yes to things we want to say no to. Right. You right. Know? Like, yeah, the discipline is really hard, but really having sisters of faith and the the miracle journal and look how God works things out in my mm-hmm. life. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can start that at any age. It doesn't have to be in our fifties. I, right. I didn't, because like, if we can even see, I was on, I was on a call last week with a colleague and he said, who does respectful confrontation. And he said to me, Oh my gosh, my neighbor just said hello to me. I've, I've lived here for 20 years. I say hello to him all the time. He's never said hello to me. I said, Joe, that was a miracle right there. Right. You know, are we looking for yeah. miracles? Yeah. Are we thanking, like, do I start, not only do I start and end my day with God, but am I thanking him? Yeah. For everything. Absolutely. For everything. Yeah. Okay, God, I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm feeling hopeless today as I go to bed, but I'm going to surrender it to you because you are a good God. You're a God of your promises. Mm. Mm. So honestly, like just really filling my life with like, when I do drives, I'm listening to sermons. That's right. I'm listening to worship music. And yeah, sometimes I listen to secular things. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, a majority of my life, like I have to, that's right. It's my lifeline. Yes. Yes. And we have to do that because the enemy is conniving. He is coming for us, right? I mean, we have had so many conversations, you and I, in between mm-hmm. our sessions on Voxer, where you're like, the enemy's coming for me. I feel it, right? Because five minutes ago, I felt like this, and now I feel like this. And that's exactly what he does. And so we've got to fill our lives, our ears our eye, like all of our senses, we've got to be um, filling with the Lord's truth. And I love what you said earlier about that surrender. And even the times when we don't like the way it looks, or we don't want to say yes to it, but yet it's what he's called us to do. There are those uncomfortable times, right? God could do all, all without us, but he invites us to be his Mm co-laborers. And to me, that that power of prayer is what you said, like, Lord, where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to be serving? What does that look like? And even in the moments of doubt, we were like, I don't I don't think I'm cut out for this. And yet you've got a sermon playing or something like that. All of that, by the way, I see as prayer time. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because we do have to clothe ourselves. We have to, you know, we have to do the work of protecting our hearts. That's right. And the enemy is so close, especially like when we're stepping out, you know, listen, when I sat down this week to prepare for the retreat and I had scheduled out time, well, for whatever reason, I wasn't as productive as I thought I was going to be, you know, on the first day. I was like, where it's not coming. It's not coming. What? And, but then the next day I was like, okay, God, well, that wasn't from God. Right. That was the struggle to say to me, what do you think, you know, what you're doing? You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then what happened was I led, um, I started my Wednesday meditations. Um, and once I started my went, and then that whole day was like, so grounding yeah. and so productive. And I, I don't, you know, I think it was because, and I do call the Holy spirit in every morning, but yes. for some reason, the way that I was able to bring women together, you know, in that meditation for 20 minutes, it also helped to really connect to my heart and to mm -hmm. connect. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of my purpose. Like, Oh, I am here to serve. That's right. These are the women, their hearts. This is not about me. Yeah. This is not about me. So God, just give me the words. Right. And you, you know, I mean, I've been through, here's the thing, each transition that I've been through and I go through transitions a lot from one place to another, blah, 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 blah. There's always doubt before doubt after doubt during, like it is not what the social media looks like. right? <laughs> right. And, and, and if you are a subscriber to my newsletter, I tell the truth. I keep yes. it real. Yes. And, you, <laughs> you know, that I got, I had, I had a, a newsletter about feeling empty nest all over again, you know, right. and I got a lot of, I was really, ex I thought I was, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was exceptionally vulnerable, but I think people did because I got so much, uh, feedback about it. And yes, home is where the heart is. Yes. And it's painful to let go of our kids, especially when they've been, you know, around us in the summer or anytime that there's a break or anytime we have time right. with them. Right. It's like, Oh, my heart breaks all over again. Yes. You know, and yeah. it's okay because then I have the joy of when we reconnect. Right. right. And, right. um, so that we wouldn't hear, here's what I've, I feel if I didn't have doubt, I wouldn't have faith. Ooh, that's so good. doubt actually call is, is the key ingredient to have faith. Mm. So if you ask God for more faith, he's going to give you a lot of opportunities for doubt. That's if right. If you ask God for humility, you're going to see where your pride is. That's if you right. ask God for patience, he's going to give you situations where you are so impatient. That's right. So this is how he grows us. Mm. And he asks us, he wants us to come to us. Like one of the things that the priest said in his homily when I was married, you know, uh, 30 years ago, um, it was 30 years ago. And I'm no longer married to my husband is what we say. Um, and but what the priest said was that God loves you when he's, he loves the back of you when you're walking, when, oh. he's, when you're walking away from him. Oh, and that was just so poignant. Yeah. But he's just like this waiting patient. And listen, the other thing that I want to say is also about the silence. Yeah. Like someone came to me last night and was like, you know, someone else just told me to, you know, continue to pray and wait on God. And, you know, she came to me, I think, because she didn't like that answer. And I said, well, have you been praying to ask God for more patience? Because. <laughs> right. Be careful. What what you're praying. <laughs> right. Is that, you know, I've heard a couple of things around God's silence. One mm -hmm. is like, you're just going along the way he wants you to go. So you're not hearing anything from him because you're on the path. Right. right? Oh, that's so good. That's one thing. And then the other thing is, is that 
He's just so close to you. And our minds take over. So where, like, just continuing to mark in your, in your Bible, like read your Bible, ladies, like I and men and humans, you know, read your Bible because that it is a love story. Mm. And I think I saw a statistic this week that um, my daughter posted that only 8% of churchgoers actually read their Bible during Mm. the week. Yeah. And that was so, I was like, what? And then I was like, yeah, that was me for so many years. Oh yeah. You know, that, that was me. And so if we can look into, I mean, God mentions fear. What did you say, Aaron? In our, in our 365. Yeah. Something like 365 verses tell us do not fear. Right. And I think there might even be closer to 400 is what you said. Right. But there is. And so go look up one of those verses on fear. That's right. True. And make sure you're keeping you, you go to the Bible, like have your verse. Yeah. Have your verse. You yeah. need to have a verse, maybe five verses, whatever it is, but you need to lean into God's word. And also you have to write down where God has kept mm. his promises to That's you right. in your life. You yeah. need these reminders. That's right. You know, it's not just like, oh, we're going to remember. Right. We need these because re- that's the hu- the condition of the human mind is to forget and then remember, forget right. and remember. Right. That's how he made us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love all of this. That doubt is like doubt leads us to faith. And we, I mean, it's just a natural thing. It's so beautiful. Okay. Um, so I have two questions. One is mm-hmm. what is your go-to verse? Oh, okay. Right now it's um, Deuteronomy 5.33, I think it is where it's about God, um, it's about obedience mm. and walk in the ways that the Lord God has commanded you and you will live long and prosper and prolong your days in the land you will possess. Wow. And so that is for me right now because of my intention of wanting to live in Chincoteague. But here's the thing like purchase a home. So I live and I rent, but to purchase a home. And I was at my daughter's visiting my daughter and I gave her these angel cards, these angel scripture cards. And I went to pull one out. I'm like, Oh, I wonder what mine is today. And I pulled out that obedience script scripture. And then the next day I went back to her apartment. Okay. Let me pick something out. It was the same card. (laughs) And I, you know, are you listening? God's (laughs) like, Listen, I told you your verse. You want to come back for more? Okay. I already gave it to you. (laughs) And so I, I, I got it. Obedience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I want to be clear for, for our listeners, those are actual scriptural. Yes. Those are scriptural. I can put the link, I can send it to Erin and she can put it in the link. Yeah. Um, so as we finish up, Kareen, this has been such a rich conversation and I'm, I know that, that this is speaking to somebody, which is, and more, more than one somebody. Um, I would love for you to share a little bit about what it has meant to engage, not just a coach, but like a biblical business coach, which obviously Mm -hmm. is me, but what, how has that been different? Okay. So first of all, ladies and gentlemen, and you know, is to say that my bottom line, because <laughs> let's just even say that, that 
because as I've drawn closer to the Lord, my business has grown. Mm. And I have had the experience of having a business coach who is not faith-based. And she was wonderful and taught me a lot of basics and um, also built a, you know, had a community, but there is such a difference for me that I can ask for prayer Mm. that every time, every time we meet that I, we, we open and close in prayer that the women that I'm drawn to in my business, like my accountant who I met through rooted, I might say we open and close in prayer. Mm. And the other thing is, is that it also makes me feel more comfortable to open and close in prayer with the clients that are open and willing to do that. Mm, yeah. So, you know, not everyone is, but it, it does, it comes back to prayer. This is what the Holy Spirit is guiding me to say is like, yeah. er, working with Aaron has shown me the power of prayer and mm. the grace of God in my life. Mm. That if I stay close to him, no matter what happens, my business goes up and down, up and down, up and down, but his kingdom is expanding Mm. because hearts are opening. That's right. That's right. And my goodness, really? Like, how could I do a secular forgiveness retreat? How is that going to work? Well, it worked. Yeah. You know, and in ways that I would not have ever thought about because we're able to talk about our anger. Mm. We're able, like God doesn't ask us to hide anything. That's right. Right. And the more that we hide, that's what the, that's what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to hide. That's right. That's right. Mm. Thank you. It is, well, it's such an honor to work with you. And I am so grateful for the Holy Spirit positioning me, but even, uh, in addition, what I learned from you, like it's, it's beautiful and what you bring to our group coaching community, et cetera. So thank you for that. Thank you for this beautiful conversation and the reminder of the power of prayer and invoking prayer for God's will to be done, invoking prayer around our doubt, um, bookending our day, all of those, those pieces to be speaking to him all the time. So tell everyone, Corrine, where can they connect with you, learn about working with you and all of that? Sure. The one thing though, that I have to say before I do that is Godfidence. Uh, okay. There have been so many nug- wisdom nuggets that Aaron, that you have shared over the, that I have grown in my Godfidence. Mm, you yeah. will grow in your Godfidence if you That's work right. with Aaron. And honestly, what else do you need? Right. What else do you need? You you have a faith community. You grow in your confidence. You have someone who completely has your back and brings you closer to God. I just have to say, I'm just saying, that's, anyway, how you can get in touch with me um, is through my website, corrinecapola.com, and you can schedule a discovery call through that, and Instagram and Facebook. I am on both of those. I'm not necessarily always active except you can always, I, I check my messages on them as well. So yeah. that's how you can get. And I do want to add that, um, Corrine does have a retreat coming up in Chicatigue in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is that one focused on? That is love and letting go. Ooh. And I have two spots left. Yep. Um, that's October 19th through the 22nd, and it'll be a 60 day program. 
And I'm so excited about the women that are coming and the, um, I have a guest presenter, um, my friend and colleague, Lisa Alvarez Calderon, who's an expert on life transitions. And Mm -hmm. she's going to give a workshop on that. And um, then I have another one coming up in Costa Rica in February of 2024 for a week, um, healing the heart. That's the foundational program. And in that, what was, that's a six month commitment as well, because really when we were together on that first retreat, what I felt the Holy spirit called me to was to create a community was to start creating communities of women. And that's my intention is to create a healing the heart sisterhood. Yeah. Beautiful. So go check out Kareen. All of those links will be in the show note. Her scripture reference from Deuteronomy will be there, et cetera. So Kareen, thank you so much for being a guest, for opening your, your heart and being fully surrendered to Jesus. It is incredible to have a front row seat to see how he moves in your business Mm -hmm. and in your life and that the power of prayer. I mean, it's not just like a, here's my list, Lord, give it to me. It's Lord, how am I surrendered to you? Mm-hmm. And then watching him surprise and delight you because of the obedience. So thank mm-hmm. you for being here. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you so much. Oh, what a powerful conversation with Kareen Coppola today. And I pray, speaking of the power of prayer, that this ignites your prayer life, particularly your surrender to God's greatest plan for your business. And to overcoming your doubt. Please be sure to check the show notes on connecting with her on the resources we discussed in this episode. And I can't wait to see you on the next one. Until next time, I pray for and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus as you build your thriving kingdom business. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.